Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today my guest is Dr. Tammy Sorensen Bescher. I met Tammy through our mutual colleague and her dear friend, Dr. Jill Carnahan, who's been on the podcast before. And we're going to be talking about getting pregnant over 40, the formula, aligning the heart, mind, and body connection. We hear in this podcast, Dr. Tammy's transformational story about her journey, having her two children, and also the impact that meditation and the work of Dr. Dispendiosa has had on her life and her practice. So a little bit about Dr. Tammy. She's a board certified functional medicine practitioner, an NYC trained pain management specialist, and a sports rehabilitative acupuncturist who wanted more than a quick fix approach to care. She decided to create a deep dive into lasting healing for herself and her patients. She changed the way she approached her practice by adapting a new mind, heart, and body approach. I hope you enjoy this podcast today with Dr. Tammy. So welcome. Thank you so much. I am truly grateful and appreciative to be on your podcast. Thank Aww. you. Of course. Well, many things connected us, our mutual friend and colleague, Dr. Jill Carnahan. And before we even got on, we just started talking about our love for Dr. Joe Dispenza and this whole other part of ourselves beyond the physical. And so I know we're going to have just a really fun flowing conversation. And so as we dive in, Dr. Tammy, I really want to hear a little bit more about you and your story and really what really changed your health when you look at the kind of like your overall journey and being so passionate about this topic. Thank you. I appreciate that. And and great question, because I think we all want to know, you know, for, for, from that heart centered approach, it's like, it's nice to hear when, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a person who has gone through the struggle. I definitely, you know, my first child at 37, I had no problem, you know, so you kind of feel like, all right, I'm on the train. I wish I would have been better about knowing to be more prepped for that pregnancy because I did have placenta previa and I did have difficulty with the delivery. And then I ended up C-sectioning, which of course, that was not my goal and intention when I was going in natural with a doula. But that's kind of like how this all started. The alignment wasn't there. I knew something was off. Then once I had Morgan, who is now 10, uh, you know, a year and a half later after breastfeeding, I was like, okay, what, what do I really need? And then I thought like, okay, maybe if I stopped the breastfeeding, but I was so in line with the breastfeeding because of the C-section and I wanted to make sure she was getting colostrum. So the idea for me was how, how do I keep that alignment? And I, and I know that I wasn't, I was stressed out. I wasn't dialed into my diet. I, my, my lifestyle wasn't, you know, programmed right. I'm a former New Yorker, as I call myself, but just didn't, didn't have it dialed in. And, and that was just part of where I was, I was misaligned. And by the time two years came in 2014, because she was born in 2012, I, you know, miscarried, miscarried. Finally, I was like, okay, you know, what do we need to do here? Let's just kind of figure some things out and kind of naturally just was like, let's just you know, be a little less stressed, maybe eat a little bit more healthy. Let's do the superficial things, right? Not like the deep intermission at this point and ended up getting pregnant with my son, Logan. Um, no problems up until the six month. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, I had an infection. I started having contractions. They didn't know. I will share with you that, you know, there was this autoimmune spectrum, though it wasn't necessarily 
looked at as an issue. So there was nothing that was like, hey, you need to do mitigating factors. It was just a straight up like, we know it's there. We don't think it's a problem. So, you know, of course, I agree with the my OBGYN and ended up needing a surclage, had an infection. Unfortunately, you know, we, we had to deliver. We tried to save him. And unfortunately, we just couldn't. He was six months and change. You know, and when you're at six months, you really feel like things are solid, right? You really believe in your heart, like, okay, this is like, this pregnancy is going to be stellar and everything's going to be great. Um, and it just didn't. And it was just heart-wrenching. And at that moment, when that happened, I literally shut down my heart. I like boarded it up, locked and keyed it. And was just like, that's it. I I, I don't even know what to do with this situation. And, and just the overall, what they do and how you like can be with this child after the child has, you know, has passed. And, you know, you have that moment with them and you're just, you know, you just look up and go, why and why is this happening? But, you know, I took that time to just say, okay, I know I want to try for this again. How do I do this? How do I create alignment in my mind, heart and body where this isn't? And I took that year and I found functional medicine. So I was really excited about that. And I learned that, hey, we can do five pillars of health. I went to the Institute of Functional Medicine. I found Chris Cresser and did his ancestral health program and really just started to attune and align at that juncture just with nutrition, just mm -hmm. with modifying my lifestyle. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll take out gluten and dairy. I'll end up doing certain things like less hit training and more in the land of like more yoga because I'm a yogi. So it was like, let's incorporate that. Let's be more aware of breath and mindfulness, but not into a meditative component and sleep hygiene and stress modulation for what I thought that was. Because if you asked me if I was ever stressed, I would say, no, that's just how I roll. Right. <laughs> so I didn't know any better. And then the nutrition was that, that part of those five pillars, uh, you know, in functional medicine. And then within that year, I mean, I was able to get pregnant and mm -hmm. I was able to have my daughter Reese in 2016. So very blessed and very fortunate. But I will share with you during that time, I mean, it just became so rigid. I mean, the relationship with my husband just was like the mission was to have the baby, right? It was just, you know, and 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 I went in and saw the fertility specialist and, you know, they looked at me and said, you know, you're over 40. You just lost a kid. Um I don't know, I, you're never going to do it on your own, were the words that two fertility specialists had told me. It would never happen. And I just was like, you're not going to tell me it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> I already just did this. How do I do it and keep the alignment where I need to be? And that's the difference that I think changed for me. So I want to share with you, it's like once I wrapped myself around it, and knew that it, I've already done it, right? So you already knew that you were able to do it. So if you've done it and you were able to create, why couldn't I continue to do it? So there had to be something within that time frame where I was just so out of whack. I mean, there's just no other word for it. And that's where I was like, what can I do differently? And I just really slowed down. I became a tourist within my own body. It's mm -hmm. like that Radiohead song, The Tourist. It's just like, you know, hey man, slow down, find mm -hmm. that alignment, find that grace, open up into that heart-centered approach and really just find what that is. And even then I didn't know, because this is 2014. I really didn't find the real like guided meditations and Dr. Joe and Abraham Hicks and, you know, just everything that really helped me bring me to where I am today. So that's the difference that I share with my patients. It's like, I really believe like the functional medicine is, half the battle. 
it mm-hmm. gets you a stellar foundation. But as you talk about everything that has to do with you and your terrain, everything that has to do with biological medicine, adding that mindfulness component, adding what we can do on that neuroscience level and that metacognition level, that's where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. Because for me, after I had Reese, you know, I just was not feeling stellar. And, and, and I ended up, and this is where Jill Carnahan came in because, you know, my house ended up flooding uh, from a, you know, a, a, an issue with a dishwasher. And then, you know, you know, the mitigation for the water wasn't done properly. So we ended up with mold. We were out of our house for over a year. And then the next thing, you know, it was, I was just a train wreck and we didn't figure out what it was. Thank God for Jill Carnahan. She guided me. We worked through that. But then after that, it was like diagnosed with lupus and MS and Sjogren's and Hashimoto's. And it was just like you check the box of autoimmune and it was just it was all there on paper. I just it was I did. I, I literally looked like, how can this woman be even functioning? And I just said, what do I need to be doing differently? And that's what ended up changing it. And, and in 2020, that's when I found Dispenza. Mm-hmm. And it's been a, a journey ever since. So mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't want to put all my literally in my eggs in one basket. I mean, really. And when you're told that, you know, from the, and I, and the cool thing about going to, you know, seeing the fertility specialist, they checked all my plumbing. They said everything was good, right? My hormone levels were fine, except Miss Tammy, you don't have enough eggs, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, but I just got pregnant. Like, how, how do I just like, you know, have this exhausted egg store count from an AMH, as we, you know, you and I were just talking about, which is the anti-malarian hormone, which can actually help you, you know, tell you how many egg stores you have left. So to me, I was just like, no, this can be done. So there's that component of mind over matter, being compassionate with yourself, tapping into that divine feminine goddess that we are, that we are, we, this is, this is what we are capable of doing. We are capable of creating and believing in that sense. And I really had to open that heart back up. Like I shared, because it was locked and keyed. And that was part of that. And I have this whole, when I do my meditations with my patients, it's, you know, that gratitude, appreciation, love, we're finally finding the gal within ourselves seeing. So she, she sees that compassion and care. So that's part of those heart-centered meditations that I do, that it's like, we have such gratitude, appreciation, love for, for us. We love ourselves. We self-care for us. And then we have the compassion and care. So the gal actually sees who she truly finally is. And that to me was mm-hmm. what made the difference in, in my pregnancy. Wow. Well, Tammy, you've been through so much. Thank you for sharing that. You know, my heart goes out to you with, you know, the loss of Logan, but it's look at what it propelled you, you know, to find and share and, you know, help all the the women and the families you're helping today. And I feel like pregnancy is such a personal experience and such an intimate experience. And you know, there's this, you know, kind of crossover for the women who experience pregnancy and, you know, the women who experience um, childbirth and going through, you know, cesarean and having babies and just this whole motherhood journey, you know, again, of course, if that's not a woman's path, all, you know, all the love for them as well. Um, But, you know, I, I feel like until you kind of go through potentially a miscarriage or tragedy, you don't, no one talks about it, <laughs> you know, and right. then you, you open up because people get, 
their pregnancy and, you know, then everyone's excited for them and nobody, of course, wants to say anything other than how wonderful this is. And then for, you know, um, unfortunately, many women, they, they miscarry and, and then, you know, I don't think we talk about as a culture how devastating um, that can be, you know, for, Truly. you know, a woman and their their family. And, you know, um, you know, it's kind of after that happens, then all the women come out of the woodwork of how, oh, that happened to me. Oh, this happened to me. You know, so I feel like really getting that out there more and more that part of having a baby is potentially not for everyone, not everyone has a miscarriage and that's okay. You know, like that's their, of course, path. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for those women that they don't have to go through that, but there are many people who end up having children. They go through mis- multi- either one miscarriage or multiple miscarriages. And I don't think we have the proper language or grieving, giving people, women, you know, space around that. So maybe starting there, there's so many angles I want to go around this. Any guidance, because as you walk through preconception and walking women through this part of their journey, how do you approach um, and with what you've gone through with actually, a ch- you know, a child, a premature child, you know, you know, coming to life and, you know, yes. non, how do you approach the miscarriage topic and uh, the grieving process that women um, go through in your practice? Right. Because it's, and that's the other part of it, because, you know, I mean, for me, you know, it was, you know, my husband and I, and he had his own way of grieving as did I, I mean, so there's the, that that's really the difference. And I think for me personally, I held on to that survivor's guilt. Mm. I, it was my body. So it was my fault. And that was part of like what I needed to really work through. And that's where it is so important to find that heart centered approach because, and I, and and I just share that with my women that, you know, this is, you know, even though this is a community, this is a community pregnancy, (laughs) this is not just you. And I think a lot of people just put that pressure on them when it's really, and again, not everybody's going to have a partner right? Or there's going to be a surrogate or there's going to be all these different variables. But I'm just speaking from for me for what happened. It's like, I just completely, you know, shut him out because I felt like this was my fault. And that was part of my, you know, my grieving component, but like the way that I needed to punish me. And it was, it was really difficult on the marriage. I mean, it was, it was no doubt. There was no doubt in my mind. So to me, you know, I can, I can look and say like, you know, you have each other to lean on. And that's like that community. We talk about community and what we do with Dr. Joe. And to me, like it's community right at the house. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and I knew that I had this other little girl who was there and I'm like, I need to show up for my family. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's part of what we're missing. Because I think we always feel like we have to be so strong and so stoic and so empowered. And when something like that happens, whether it was miscarriage and I actually miscarried twins prior to that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, okay, like I'm yeah. just going to keep building myself up. And, you know, and we knew that, you know, and, and just like, you know, speaking with Dr. Jill, it's like, we know that that's part of what can happen with lupus, but they, of course, you know, there's no, there's no tie in at that point. So there wasn't enough testing. There wasn't enough information. So for me, 
it's like, you know, what could we have done differently? So now, you know, I mean, I definitely tend, as you know, you like you resonate with patients who, you know, the stuff that you kind of have had going on or you've had experience with. So mm-hmm. I just like to share with them, like, we can work through this. We can, you know, test things out. We can do labs. We can do, you know, lifestyle. But we also need to take in that component of really doing that self-care and self-love. So I just I just like to say to my patients, like, we know that there's any sort of potential. And just like we, you and I have, you know, learned, it's like, you know, possibilities and opportunities if we can put that energy into the positive component and not live in the fear. And I think so many of us do. And I lived in that fear, you know, once you have a miscarriage and then you do it again, and then you have a loss, you know, you know, during childbirth, you're just like, how am I ever going to create? How am I, how, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. So for me, that's where I had to get out of that fear. And, and we know how that lives. I mean, just think about that for our, just for a moment, for our energy centers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that worry, that fear, you know, living in that second vessel right around that umbilicus, that belly button, and just think how that baby grows there. And if that energy is just cultivating and it's nervousness and it's anxiety, and it's just being scared all the time. So my thought process was, well, let's change that trajectory. Let's go on the beliefs that our body is capable, that we are strong, we are empowered to do this, but having the right, basically having the right arsenal with you, right? Doing the functional, doing the biological, doing the mindfulness, you know, do having the movement, having the nutrition, I mean, it's it's a full encompassment. There's no like little dartboard that's going to be like, oh, that's the magic answer. Just mm-hmm. like there's no magic pill, right? But if we can look at the full spectrum, just like you're with your podcast, right? Like this idea, like this, this full spectrum health, that's what's really going to create the right terrain mentally, physically, emotionally. I mean, however you physiologically, you know, chemically, right? For hormones to produce and to work, it's all of it. So I just... I have that instillment with my patients, like we're working on all facets. We're working on all levels. And when you work with me, we're definitely working on that stress component, that worry, that fear, you know, that ego, that guilt, that, I mean, whatever it might be, anger, frustration, you're on the table. I'm getting you into parasympathetic repair. You know, for me, I I feel like I'm Harry Potter because my 10 year old loves Harry Potter. So Mm -hmm. my thing is, you know, I have little magical needles, little wands, and I'm (laughs) G, which is energy. And my thing is like, I can do that, but I also set these patients up for parasympathetic repair on the table. So mm-hmm. I can put, you know, I have a few aura rings on my hands. If my patients don't have them, I slip them on and I show them like, let's create heart rate variability. Let's create coherence in your body. Let's mm-hmm. get your temperature regulated, your breath regulated. Let's get your everything that we can do, or I can show you in real time when you're on the table that I can click a moment on my phone and show you that we can actually get you into parasympathetic repair. So like that's part of how I do it. And then I have Q&A with my patients. And then I also go through what is it that I need to do to create this for them? So if they have food sensitivities to something, okay, we'll take that out. But like, don't be so rigid and stringent because that's where I think a lot of us, and we spoke about this, you know, people ride this tightrope and the stress to stay like paleo or, or vegan or gluten-free, like so stringent, they become so stressed out being following the protocol. So it's like, you know, there's gotta be like more of this ebb and flow, more of this fun and this play, more of this essence of like, just life doesn't have to be so hard and Mm -hmm. so tough. 
And mm-hmm. just how can we make it more fun and more pleasurable? So that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of, you know, getting them out of that program. And I was one of those in the program for mm-hmm. years. I grew up in New Jersey, schooled in New York City, you know, lived there for over 12 years. I mean, you know, I was programmed. I was like yeah. the blinders on and, you know, like getting in the subway, packed like sardines. And yeah. so to me, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't need to be a New York City lifestyle that creates that. It's just what you create in your life every day. So my biggest thing with my patients is, I know you all don't want to meditate longer than 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so fine, I can work with you, but we're going to do it on the table once a week and I get them aligned and they record their sessions. And then you can go home and when you're ready to use them and you're you're up to getting out of headspace in the Calm app, you get there when you're ready, but we're going to work through this. So as we know from Dr. Joe, one thing to do meditation with your eyes closed, next thing to do with your eyes open. My thing is when I do with my eyes closed, I overcome myself. Mm. And that's part of my diagnosis now. Instead of having RA, now I'm relaxed in my heart and aware in my mind, right? No longer RA, no longer rheumatoid arthritis, no longer MS. Now I'm master of the self, Mm. right? Like changing the way I'm thinking, changing the way I'm feeling, right? Even though those diagnoses are out there, Mm. how am I calibrating them to my Mm. nervous system and to my mind, heart and body, right? Then that alignment. So Mm. that's where I have that discussion with my patients. And then we can go down the rabbit hole. Like, okay, we'll talk about all the functional. Cause in, like I shared earlier, the five pillars are, you know, we want to have the right healthy relationship with yourself and others, exercise and movement, stress modulation, sleep hygiene, and nutrition. Mm-hmm. That's all part of it, but it's not, like I said, it's not the bullseye. And that's the beauty about what you do with your work. You're mm-hmm. all about how all of that affects the terrain inside of you. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that from you. So I thank you for that. So, I mean, there's just so much that we can share and I want to be able to empower women and know that we have community. And that's the best part about like being friends and colleagues with Dr. Jill, because she's part of that. Like she's had cancer. She's had, you know, Crohn's, she's had mold, she's had Lyme. I mean, you know, like we, it's like when you've been through it and you've been dragged through the mud and, you know, she's lost her hair. She's lost everything. You know, I mean, it's just, I, I've, I've known her for so long and she is, she still comes out and she's such with such grace yeah. and such beauty. And that's the thing. And, you know, we ski with my kids and, you know, we all have like these little handle names and it's like, you know, I wear white snowboard snowboarding outfits. So I'm like the white goddess and she's like, <laughs> you know, the truth and the empowered goddess. And, you know, she empowers my two little kids, my two little girls. And it's like, you know, it's like, again, like helping this younger generation, like believe in themselves. And that's the difference where like these women can really help each other. And that's why I'm here. I'm here for service. I'm here for how do I help these women journey through what I went through? Mm, well, no, thank you. You've shared so many, you know, beautiful things. And I I want to really hone in on this one, you know, theme because, you know, I can imagine people are listening and they probably, you know, really can hear your message and hear the truth in it. And then they're like, okay, well, how do I get from New York stress, sympathetic dominant to, you know, being aligned in my you know, mind, body, heart, and spirit, no matter what diagnosis I have, no matter how many miscarriages I've had, no matter what age I'm having to have another baby, like, where is that? Like, walk us through that progression. And maybe what are the tangible lifestyle changes you made 
from your high paced, stressful life to being slower, you know, more in, in your mind, body and spirit and really, you know, feeling the vibrancy that you do. Cause I, you know, we can maybe conceptually um, really resonate with it, but then when we're in this 3D world, we have lots of challenges and lots of things that take us off track every day, right? That we could totally. have all these moments where we have choices, you know, and I'm, I'm, I know all this, but I feel a student of it myself, you know, so, you know, it always so, will be. Yeah. Enlighten us, Tammy. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, for me, I mean, I wake up every day and I do the, I give myself two hours. So whether I'm up at four 30, like today, till, you know, 5.30, if I, by 5.30, that meditation is, is working really well and I'm dialed in and I'm like, okay, I kept myself in the void, in the darkness. I wasn't, I, I didn't allow the firing and wiring to happen. And I'll yeah. use the guided meditations. I mean, sometimes I'll do just, you know, just some music and I'll just see what I can do. But that overcoming of me and saying to myself that I can be quiet, that mm-hmm. I can be in the nothing, that I can just be in the void and stay there. I know that I'm starting to unfire and unwire, right? Like that's what we've learned, right? Yeah. So, we, so we know that that's part of it. And then I know that that way I can, if I can overcome me, then that's great. Now, sometimes, you know, the first meditation may go by and I'm like, I'm still thinking about what's going to happen later on today, right? Like I'm not dialed in, right? I'm just like, just out of, I'm in the program as we call it. So I go, you're going to sit until you get up until you feel like you've done what you needed to do. So that's why I make sure I have enough time. So that way, you know, when my kids need to be ready to go to school, like I'm dialed in because, you know, again, I have my own private practice, right? So you're doing your practice, you're being a mom of two kids. And for me, once that alignment happens, I go, the bonus will be like, well, if you can get it done in an hour, then you have an extra hour. You can go work out. You can go, you know, you can go hike. You can go foam roll. You can go do whatever you need to do to create that energy to move and to flow. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Today it didn't happen because I, you know, I'm knowing that like I'm doing this podcast and I'm like, oh, I need to make sure that I stay calm and keep my New York down and just follow that essence, grace and kindness. Right. So I made sure for me, like I wanted to dial in. So it to me truly is an overcoming of self. Mm. The second part of it is then the day starts, right? And then life begins. The kids are fighting. The dog needs to go out. This needs to happen, right? Stuff happens. So it's how am I receptive to that? Mm. Am I going to allow myself to get wary and fearful and, you know, like concerned about what's going to happen? Or am I going to go, how do I just keep the energy calm? That is what parasympathetic repair is, right? It's calm, relaxed, rested, digested energy. That's for me. So when I feel that energy coming in and I know in my heart that I can say that isn't going to align, okay, how am I going to respond, right? It's that refractory period. How am I going to respond to things that don't necessarily I agree with or I want to judge or, you know, I want to be critical of? You know, my thing is once I've learned to give up the judgment and control and through the statistics, control is one of the number one things that we all hone after because we yeah. think we're going to control it. It was the same thing. Like I lost control with my pregnancies and my miscarriages. So I was like, I'm going to do everything I can to control it. Yeah. And it's so much energy. And that's why I believe like I ended up where I was on that, you know, complete autoimmune, you know, spectrum of many things because yeah, I may have cleared up that one little thing, but I still didn't clear up my emotions. Mm-hmm. So to me, the frustration, the agitation, the control, the judgment, that's all me. 
that was all of me. And that's what I needed to learn how to figure out. Mm -hmm. So that's taking it in every day. It doesn't say I don't get, you know, ticked off or, you Mm -hmm. know, have moments. But I believe that once I've learned to master that, right, again, when the cortisol and the adrenaline aren't pumping down to those adrenals, what happens? You have more energy to heal. You have more energy to be free. You don't really care like what else is going on because you have yourself so dialed in. Mm -hmm. I personally believe hands down that that was what the game changer was for me. Mm -hmm. Because when you're faced with those diagnoses, you just kind of go, oh, this is just getting worse and worse. One, It's one thing this year, one thing the next year. And, and, and I go, everything else is dialed in. So everything can't be dialed in, right? Meaning that the physical component, but the emotional stuff and the way that it was responding to my environment was the biggest factor. So I think for most people, we've got to look at how we're responding. And mm-hmm. if we're getting like, and, and if you're used to being kind of a smart, you know, Alec or, you know, a wise Alec, you know, in that regard, and you're used to kind of having a smart tongue and you're used to kind of being like witty and, but kind of condescending and sarcastic. Those are all the things that got to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I mean, even if, even if you know, you're right, it's like, you ju- it's better to just kind of sit back and, I, and I'm learning this. I want to share with you that I've been separated from my husband for over a year mm-hmm. and we live in two separate houses in the same town and we still, you know, co-parent and do all that. But like, you know, to me for the longest time, I was like, well, you're the problem. You're the one that created, you know, like all the issues and it was all you. And I, and I was like, ah, oh, Tammy, mm-hmm. your environment, body and time, my friend, you know, the formula, you are the one who creates your reality, not anybody else. So that's where I started to change. And I got to be honest, since I've done that, and since I've stopped blaming, and since I start judging, my whole life has changed. Mm. My practice has changed. My life has changed with my kids and my family, you know, and, and, and thankfully, you know, my parents are still alive and I have brothers and nephews and, you know, I mean, like, I'm so grateful because I am a different human being mm. and I'm happy because when you free that energy up, you actually are happy and you look for fun stuff. I mean, we were supposed to get together last week and I I have little drops of hedonism. I went and saw fish last weekend. Oh, fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? And to me, it's like, that's the kind of stuff. It's like, I want to get out there and dance and go to shows and have fun at concerts. And, you know, so to me, it's like, it's it's not, you know, being super aggressive on anything, like you know, you're not gonna go to shows every weekend, but it's like, how do you create fun and enjoyment in life without being so rigid and so strict? And and that's the difference for me. And that's what I that's what I believe to me is so important. We could work on breath work and mindfulness and everything that has to do with, you know, whether it's tapping or acupressure points or what we can do. I mean, I have a whole list of things. I do meridian mapping with my patients, like. Where's the pain? What is that reflective? What meridian is that? Oh, it's going through the back of the shoulder, you know, the shoulder blade. Oh, it's small intestine. Let's talk about that. So there's a whole full encompassment, but I'm only there for, you know, an hour and a half session. They're there for 20, you know, for the rest of the time that they have to work on them. So that's the kind of feedback and information I want to give. Because mm-hmm. that I think is where that's really where the changes begin. And then mm-hmm. you have energy to create. Mm-hmm. You have energy to heal. You have energy to, you know, to be be happy and joyful. And I think that's the other thing I didn't mention. I wake up every morning and I'm so grateful to be alive. Mm-hmm. I'm walking. I have all my faculties. 
I am grateful and joyful that I have these two wonderful daughters. I am grateful and so positive. And that's the difference because I came from a New York mindset where, you know, everything was blinders and like, don't look at me and let me do me. And so to come out of that, and it took me years. I mean, I'm 47 now. I mean, it took me till I was 45 to really understand like, wow, that really wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why it happened in this lifetime, right? You that's know? right. You I know? mean, but that truly made the difference. So that's why, you know, I mean, I, there's not one full thing, but I know for me, because I've been, you know, a massage therapist for almost 30 years, right out of high school. Right. So I've been doing it and I was a yogi, right? Like I did my, you know, my, my training, I did all these things, all this stuff, but like it never fully clicked mm. until I got this part, mm. me overcoming me yeah. was the answer. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. And, um, you know, people get to see the video version of this, you know, having this conversation and you rattled off all these diagnoses and you are beautiful and vibrant and healthy. And, you know, it's, it's clear that those diagnoses don't define you from what I'm, you know, you know, what I'm seeing in front of me. So it's just, you know, that those diagnoses can really devastate anyone, you know, Oh, and it did. I don't think it didn't. Oh, of course. And so, <laughs> but they can, you know, immediately put you in a, you know, a trajectory or right. there's a other path. And I share this with my uh, community a lot that, you know, what got me so intrigued about, you know, Dr. Joe's work is not only the personal um, growth and development and, you know, the, all the things that I'm, you know, excavating and, you know, uncovering and also, Excellent. yeah, experiencing. I kid you not, it's like the most medical miracles that I've ever seen in any community. Like, and I go to a lot of conferences and all of those things, but I mean, I'm just kind of, what did anyone just hear? Like age four cancer, lung transplant, not needed. You know, like out of a wheelchair, like anyone, anyone is this like, you know, like this is, so whatever that is happening here, everyone needs to know about, you know, so, um, so I'm sure, you know, I mean, you don't need to disclose this, but I'm sure, you know, your blood work and all of that is only improving doing, you know, doing this, doing this work. Uh, right. So. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and we 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 briefly touched on this earlier, but like there is a place in Western for, for Western medicine in Western medicine, yeah. right? I mean, like we know that. Thank goodness for you know MRIs and mm-hmm. you know CAT scans and the things that can help us. I mean, when I even went in for like, let's just make sure your fallopian tubes are working, right? You know, mm-hmm. just a little flush. It's just like, well, I mean, we can't do that. I mean, like you know, I don't have like the magic wand that's you know can go in there and give you that information. I mean, I just. I'm sure maybe there are people on that right trajectory that have that special (laughs) skill, but it's not me. And I know where my bandwidth is and my scope of practice. So, and I think even with, you know, for you, it's like, you know, we talked about you wanting to have another child. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and I'm just like, that just gets me so excited and so joyful because that, and I know you already have your daughter and I just feel like, you know, that to me, you know, having that opportunity and that possibility to be a mother, even when you're a mother once, you know, to do it again, because the second time even I didn't, I didn't share, like I did it. I did it my way. I ended up having her natural childbirth in a pool the way that I wanted because I finally like aligned. Right. Mm -hmm. But for you, it's like that same thing. Like you're on that, you're on that path. And for me, I was over 40 and Mm -hmm. you're like, you know, and it's as soon as you hit 40, it's like, you know, it's like 
the nail in a coffin. It's like, that's it. There's no opportunity for you anymore. And I'm just like, no, that is so not true. And that's part of where, you know, 50% of pregnancies are actually, you know, that are conceived are unplanned. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's part of the other thing for me where I have like the formula for like get pregnant over 40. But there's also like, how about like, you know, I look at my board as I'm talking, I'm like, reclaim your life. Like that's part of what this whole thing is. We don't have to be stringent, but hey, if we can add those functional medicine five pillars and we do some biological medicine with mindfulness and awareness and opening up our heart and just, you know, being good people. And then adding in, you're going to the acupuncturist, you know, and again, like we talked about, we know that like there's a certain component, you know, with the manis and the petties and the things that are massages, they're all pleasurable things, right? Mm. That's not the self-care and the self-love. So we need that also with that self-care and self-love. And that's Mm. why I think that meditation and that mindfulness is really, really part of that. And for you, like I've learned about lymphatic drainage from you. I learned about so many things. I mean, I do it with my patients, but how important it is, right? It's like a full encompassment, but it's like reclaim your life on every level. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I shared in one of my previous podcasts, what I went through this summer with finding out about my pituitary tumor. And, you know, obviously that was a big roadblock in my fertility. And so now it's just... Um, again, you know, honoring the medical interventions that, um, got me through that. And then also all of the support and my tools that got me through that so smoothly. Um, and then I I still feel like I'm just a few months out from that. And I still feel like this integration and recalibration. And I had a big chapter of my life closed, um, in August, you know, finally. And, um, you know, it's just, as we move through these life transitions and have, these moments of reflection, I I really feel, and you're inspiring me to just continue to realign, you know, my life and how I, you know, how you approach your work. And, you know, anyone who knows me, who's in my practice, I'm always running late. <laughs> and it's not because I disrespect people's time, but I just try to fit so much in a day. And, you know, I get right. lost in a moment with patients and I'm not a therapist who can just say, Oh, your time's up, you know, like, and see you in three months, you know, it's like, I got to make sure they're good, you know, and so the lifestyle does, there's, even though I try to let go of time, you know, time and me are figuring themselves out, but I'm thinking, how can I move through my day with more grace and ease and self-love? So my, you know, there's not so much I'm trying to bend time, you know, and why am I trying right. to put so much in a day? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so there's, there, even as we know, all this work is what I'm saying. We're all working on it as well. You know, it's, it's a work in progress and, you know, you have to have great, you know, I think when you want to have another child or your first child, you have to create the space. And sometimes the universe wants you to create the space as you're preparing. And that can be just as mo- much of a roadblock as, you know, your cycle or, you know, other, you know, hormonal shifts that, you know, are taking place. And so I, I think that's um, a big part of the self-love making time for that because that's sharing and claiming that space that you need, not only for your health and your body to create life, which is amazing, but to have this other child. You know, for the ovulation, I know that there's that, the daisy, Oh yeah. And I'm not like, I, I don't, I don't sponsor it. I don't, it's not a kickback thing. I just feel like 
I, I just love the way that like, you kind of know, you kind of know your space so for even those who don't want to get pregnant, right? I have a lot of, you know, moms our age that yeah. have these daughters, you know, cause they had kids young and yeah. um, you know, they're like, you know, what do I need to do if I don't want to do an IUD, right? Or I don't want to do a birth control, right? And I'm just like, well, there is this option, right? I mean, and you can, you can align and, and there is something to be said about, you know, knowing that secular calendar for you, like, okay, look, you're going to get your menses. You're going to be, you know, maybe a few days before, give yourself some grace. Hey, you might be craving some chocolate or, you know, I mean, that's the idea. Like, and knowing like, Hey, you know, okay, now we're on day one. And now maybe through day seven, you're going to be this way. Right. I mean, like, so like, to me, it's kind of like, I grew up with boys. Mm-hmm. My father was a stoic Norwegian. I mean, great dad, love him. Right. But like all these men, <laughs> And it was like, if I didn't like show up and be that chick that was, can, can like dial right in with them. It was like, I wasn't worthy. It's like, oh dude, you can't keep up in the mountain. Then don't hang out. You can't hang. Well, you know, like, and you know, you're not, you're not good enough to hang out with the boys. And that was like part of who I became. It was like, my worthiness became so masculine. And that was my I swear to God, my misalignment. I truly, truly, firmly believe that. And now I'm all about like this divine feminine goddess who I like never knew before because it was like the tougher I was and the more I could mountain bike and the harder I snowboarded and and the more I did jumping out of planes or whatever it might've been back then. Because my brother was, you know, he was an avid skydiver. So it was like, we're going to do, we're going to do it. And like you, Hey, you're cool. Yeah. Show me you're cool, right? And that's what it, and that's what it became. So it was like I had a, and again that was my own inadequacies. But that was part of like you know me learning to unlearn that. Like my worth isn't in you know hucking my meat. Yeah. <laughs> my worth is like being the the woman that I am, but finding grace in it. Like you know still being able to go out there and do the stuff, but I have nothing to prove anymore. And that's mm. what makes it fun. Yeah. And that's what makes it pleasurable. And that's what makes it enjoyable. So now that's why I, that tie in with the daisy is like, hey, if I'm no, I'm ovulating, like, and I have a little bit more energy and, you know, I have a, if I have a free night and, you know, the kids are with their dad, hey, like, I'll go to a show. I'm feeling a little bit more up for it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know I have patience. I mean, so it's not like the life of Riley over here. It's very much like, you know, you have this certain, you know, especially when you're, you know, doing the single mom thing for over a year. I mean, and that's been a great a, you know, for me, a great understanding of like what I wasn't appreciating, what I wasn't respecting, what I didn't have a handle on, you know, and like where I could have grown. So to me, like there's been such grace and such beauty and understanding and learning, like I even went through my cycle, like, Hey, I'm going to feel this this week. I'm going to feel really empowered this week. I'm going to be a rock star this week. And and I'm very blessed. Like I have a very lovely you know, menses and, you know, never had issues with it. But I believe for me, it's that like keeps going back to that attunement and alignment. And to me, like we know how much the stress really affects. It it, it truly does. And how much I could dysregulate that HPA, TG access, right? That hypothalamus, pituitary, you know, thyroid, adrenal, gonadal system. And, you know, a lot of my patients will be like, well, you know, I want to do hormone replacement therapy. Okay. And I don't, I don't prescribe. But I go, you know, okay, we, you know, you can totally do that, but let's try this first to see if it's like, if we can get things a little bit more aligned in three months, like, let's see if we can balance things out. So even women who are, you know, perimenopausal, it's still that, you know, that idea of like, what can we do to help them become more in line with that? I mean, Mm -hmm. so that's why to me, because now I'm in that 47 year old group, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not having children anymore. Right. So to me, it's like, that's where I've learned. I can ride the, I can ride this wave. 
mm-hmm. all the way across the board because I've been through it and I can see kind of how it goes. So to me, I think that, you know, I just want to keep sharing from my heart that that is the expression that we want to show. That is that coherence. When we know we're coming from here and we can let that be like the straw that zips up right into that executive function, right? That soapboxer, right? To that second part of the feeling brain, back to the actionable part of the brain. All of that energy to move through from here first. And I sometimes just have to go, okay, Tammy, like get yourself, get yourself dialed in. This is where you want to come from. Be mm-hmm. honest, be authentic, be real, be true. And, and just find that gal sees, right? She's gratitude, appreciation, love, and compassion and care. She's finally found that. And that's why I believe I can be where I'm at today. And that is the difference with what has changed in my life. Because, right, I mean, it's like I was able to get pregnant even without being so dialed in, but I still had other diagnoses after that. Big ones too, you know, like complete southpaws and complete, you know, gut wrenchers where it's like, am I going to walk again? Yeah. Oh <laughs> am, am I going to be able to do my work? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, I mean, so to me, that's why, and I know my bandwidth, like, you know, I know I can't do, you know, a ton of massages or do a ton of stuff. So I've learned to integrate and that's the difference. It's like, how do I learn to integrate? How do I learn to take from here and just kind of make my cauldron and create? I mean, you're very similar. You get it, you know, you know, you have your whole apothecary to pick from, right? And we have that alignment and that attunement. And my biggest thing is what is the emotional guidance system that I have going for me? Mm. That is the key. And that's why it comes from the heart center first. Dr. Tammy, that those words of wisdom are a great way, I feel like, to wrap up your message and really, you know, um, really share, you know, your heart, right? During this podcast, which... I've been so grateful to experience during this time together. And this is really the more I learn about, you know, the heart on all these levels. It really is this, you know, great conductor of our, you know, mind, body, and spirit. So I really appreciate you spending time with us and sharing your heart. So how can people find out more about you and how can they work with you on all that good stuff? Oh, great. Well, thank you for that. And and I'm truly grateful. I mean, and I, and I know that you resonate in that department as well. And we know, I mean, just from the teachings that we've been to, we know that that truly, if it can come from here and right, the 40 plus thousand chemicals, the fact that the heart radiates up to eight feet, you know, from where you are, like, that's what I mean. Like we can, we can dive into that. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female. I tell my male clients the same thing. We all have a yin and yang, a masculine, a feminine, right? Like that balance of the two is is innately in you. So it's like, you know, this isn't just about females because I have a a ton of male patients as well. So to me, you know, I think that that's so important to share, right? Like we just, this is also, that is part of that partnership, that other part of who we are. Um, So that's why I always just want to, you know, you know, as much as, and, and being involved with, you know, having grown up with four boys and my father, and just being in that environment, you know, I would just say that like, there's a lot of good that came out of it, right? So it's not like I'm poo-pooing it, but I know that that's the lessons and that's where like the heart center is what allowed me to align and find and and, and know that, right? Because autoimmune is a self-attacking the self, mm-hmm. right? So what was I not aligned with within me? I mean, that's kind of how I looked at it. And that's the difference that I made. So to me, I think that I can resonate with people on autoimmunity, infertility, you know, like, you know, reformed, whatever, whether you're LA or New York, whatever it might be, you don't need to be from the bookends for it to make sense. Stress just affects so many of us. 
And of course, it's 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 all of it. It's the control. It's the judgment. It's the fear. It's the self-aggrandization. It's the ego. It's it's not just like one thing. It's many of them. So that's why male and female can both benefit. My web address is um, www.drtammysorensenbesher.com. That's the best way. And you know, there you can you know get a self-awareness PDF. Like, really, are you dialed in? Are you really like, that's my thing. So it's like, that's, that's what I want to kind of help people with. How do I help people align in that self-awareness? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you really doing what needs to be done to get you where you need to be in your, in your life, in your body, in your heart, in your health? Um, so that's on there. So I think that's the best way. And you can, you know, there's, you know, you can, you can do the contact sheet page, but it's all there. Oh, thank you for creating all of that. And I will be sure to list all that on the show notes, how to find you. And I'm I'm so glad our paths connected and thank you so much for your time today. Oh, I'm truly grateful and appreciative so much. Thank you so much. And and I just, I, I and I, like I tell all my patients, I want to tell you how much I love you and how grateful I am for you and how much like you change so many people's lives mm-hmm. and how, and how blessed we are to have you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm taking that. Thank you so much. I really so appreciate that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Dr. Taylor. Please read a little bit more about her and her practice and her website in the show notes. And if you've been enjoying this podcast, we are so grateful that you are subscribing. And if you want to learn more about my practice, I get a lot of emails learning about how to become a patient. My practice is called eminencehealth.com and we are in Seattle, Washington. We do telemedicine around the country and we see international patients through telemedicine as well. And you can learn about the wonderful team I feel so blessed to work with. We truly have the great honor and privilege of watching our patients' lives transform through this work. And if you want to become a patient of mine, there is information there, as well as my wonderful team. I work with the team again that I mentioned. Dr. Amanda Wilms is another naturopathic doctor. And if you come to Seattle, you can have your all your needs met with an amazing team, especially with the work of Dr. Kim Traeger. She's going to be on the upcoming Fascia Summit that Siobhan Sarna and Kelly Kennedy are putting together. They're one of your friends. And again, just take a look and see um, if this approach is something we've been looking for. So again, eminencehealth.com, and I hope you all have a beautiful day.